Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, and welcome back to part two of Private Parts. Hello, listeners. Thanks, uh, thanks for coming back. This is where we, uh, me and Francis, talk, or Francis and I talk about our most sordid, intimate details of our lives from our diary. Uh-huh. Um, hello, Francis Bull. Hello, Jamie Lang. Um, why don't you tell our listeners who, as I said before, we've reached 50,000. That's quite amazing, isn't it? Yeah, so thank you to everyone who have subscribed and listened to our free podcast. And do remember that if you subscribe uh, every Friday morning, you'll get a little alert saying, you know, the podcast is available to listen to on your way to work and over the weekend. And also, if you, what we love the most, we want to hear from you, the listener, 100%. So if you ever have any problems, whether it is work-related, sex-related, boyfriend, girlfriend... Anything. Anything in the entire world, Francis and I, who are completely qualified to answer anything, uh, we'd love you to email us at privatepartspodcast at gmail.com with any problems you have. And you can call in or just email us or whatever, because today we actually have a caller in, which is great. Oh, we do. We have a caller in her. We're going to have a caller in her. Yeah. Brilliant. Should we read some reviews as well? Should we read yeah. some reviews? Yeah, let's read some reviews as well. Just uh... we have it. So we do have a couple of reviews. Do you want to hear some reviews? Yeah, let's, let's, let's hear them. Okay, so we have one from Everyone Should Listen from Ward1999. This is my fave podcast. I love you guys and good luck. Smashing from Candy NCN. Hey, Jamie and Francis, loving the podcast. Keep it up, guys. Very amusing from Alina Lucas. With every podcast, with every episode, it seems more and more like being Jamie is a daily struggle. P.S. Bull is the funny one. What? What? (laughs) That is so much. How is that so kind of you? That's so much shit. And she's actually she's actually put a poo emoji. So maybe she maybe that's actually she's actually talking shit. No, she means oh no no she means you talk about poo too much and it's not funny hilarious hilarious sleep d makes my dog walks more enjoyable people think i'm mad like as i often stop in the street and just laugh hashtag the new more combine and wise what more common wise uh, <laughs> can't read jamie a in english was it superb comedy duo francis and jamie ring off each other in perfect harmony jamie is bubbly and charming and his naughty escapades which We'll have you shocked. Do you want me to read it? Crying tears of laughter. Francis will then simis... Okay, you read it. Second one. Okay. Francis will then systematically reduce Jamie's tales with the stark reality of modern life. Francis's deadpan humour mixed with his quick wit make him the star of the show. (laughs) What the fuck is going on? (laughs) But it would be nothing without Jamie either. Fantastic podcast. I've really been pleasantly surprised. Keep up the good work. That's that's lovely. Of I them. don't like these reviews. These reviews are okay. Awful. Next from can't listen to in public. Love this podcast so many times I've laughed out loud. I now have to listen in the car so I don't have to explain what made me laugh at work. I recommend you give it a try. These are these are really good. Really good things. Um, we also Francis have a caller. Oh yes, the so caller. We have a caller who we are going to try and call right now. Okay. Um, which is I mean I I, I just love how. You know, people do want to... So please do remember, everyone, uh, if you want 
to uh, you know us to discuss one of your problems, just send us an email at privatepartspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we, we both receive that and we will uh, respond. And uh, hopefully if we choose your problem, we'll, we'll coordinate to get you on the line. So I'm going to call um, Molly right now. Now, Molly has a problem. Okay, Molly. She's, she's all the way from Australia. So I'm going to call her. Molly? And Molly? She, she ha- said, Molly? Molly. How do, you, how, how do you say Molly in Australian? Molly. She Molly? said she might be asleep. Molly. Right? But she might be asleep because it's in Australia. It's in the evening be... right now. It's ringing. Is she going to pick up? Maybe she's sleeping. Perhaps she's out to dinner or... Hmm. Hello. Hi, is that is that Molly? Oh yeah, it's Molly. Hi Molly, how are you doing? It's Jamie. Hi, Molly. Fra- it's Jamie and Francis here. Oh hi, is this your podcast? This is yeah. our podcast. Come on, you're This is it. You're on the podcast, Molly. Wow, I'm in Australia, but it's pitch black here. It's like ten o'clock at night. Oh wh- oh, oh my god. That sounds terrifying. <laughs> I did I guessed it right. I said it was at about eleven. <laughs> it sounds terrifying. Molly, um how are you? Are you okay? Thank you so much for emailing us and getting in touch. Uh, no problem. <laughs> do, do you enjoy the podcast? Uh, yeah, it's good. I like it. It's funny and it's good. It's good. <laughs> I oh, great. love that. So, Molly, listen, you, you obviously have a problem. You have an issue. That's why you got in touch with us. And Francis and myself are the best people to answer your problem for you. So why don't you tell us, tell us all what the problem is and let's try and solve it for you. I'm 20 years old, I'm at university, I'm like going out heaps and like, you know, I've got like a pretty good social life. Out on the town a lot. Mm -hmm. I feel as though it's time for me to have a boyfriend, but I've never had one yet. So just like, what's your advice and like, what should I do, etc.? Oh, oh, I see. Oh, young love, Molly, young love. Um, well, firstly, uh, firstly, the most important thing when it comes to relationships is that... Uh, I don't think you should go searching for exactly one. Exactly what I was going to say. I think, I think maybe let, let the relationship find you, because obviously if you, if you pursue a relationship too, uh, too seriously, then I think it can of, often lead you to uh, uh, be in relationships with people who maybe aren't right for you just because you want a relationship. Just say, keep saying to yourself, I want to find Mr. Right. And then, uh, and then, you know, that's the right mindset. You know, not I need to have a boyfriend, but I need to find Mr. Right. <laughs> That, that, that's, yeah, that's, okay. a, that's yeah, exactly that's yeah it's great advice from front. that's the thing it's most important thing is if you go searching for these this, this love and this, this relationship and all these kind of things it never ever works out Francis kept searching his entire life for it um, and then you know it took him 28 years to actually come across yeah. someone that he, he you know that they actually found him almost yeah so so it does well, okay well, I guess you can you can help yourself along by um, by meeting lots of people and like you're doing, getting out there, interacting with lots of people. I mean, there are some good uh, dating apps out there uh, at the moment, which which I can't obviously not going to name anyone in particular, but uh, uh, you know, unless they pay me. Um, but uh, but you know, please do you know try them out. You know, at least that gets you in front of different people, and you you know you've got more of a chance of finding. Uh, that Mr. Right. That is. All right, cool. Thank you. 
Hey, Molly, thank you so much. I hope we kind of helped you out there. And I, listen, hey, it's, it's 11 o'clock in Australia, but it's the most awesome thing that you are listening to us all the way across the pond. Across the world. <laughs> across the world. <laughs> Yeah, across across the ocean. Yeah. Molly, thank well, you so much for... Thank you, Molly. And I hope we're helping you out there. Yeah, all right, cool. Bye, guys. Bye, Molly. Bye-bye. Good day. Don't say g'day at the end. Why not? That's just... Because that's just... You can't say that. It's a little racist. Is yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. You can't say, say g'day. 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 How sweet was Molly? Oh, I should have said that at the beginning of the call. Yes, exactly. How sweet was Molly, she by was the really way? really sweet. I'm so glad that we've got listeners, international listeners. Yeah. We actually do. We also have... I'm going to read out a couple of emails because uh, I think it's important. We have one from uh, Candice, who is from America, and says, Y'all, I enjoy listening to your podcast from across the pond from the US. I wish you were more than one a day a week because it's super entertaining. My issue, my profession is cybersecurity. Because of my career, many guys do not want to date me in fear I can investigate their past Ooh. or hack that computer or phone and track their every Which move. Which you probably can. I try to explain that I do this for a job and therefore have no interest to do this with my personal life. I would rather get to know someone in a normal way. All these people are just, you know, I, I love the fact, I, I wish we could help every single person. The well, best, we can. The best one that I got. Um, we can try at least. The best one that we got today. Do you want to hear this one? Yeah. This is the, the best one. This is a guy from a guy called Miles. Oh, uh, yeah. Thank you for the email, guys, because we replied to him saying he had a problem. I must admit, though, I have, things have deteriorated with my missus since my first query. Following a day of the cold shoulder, amazingly, it seemed like I was in the wrong woman. <laughs> I attempted to make up to her by offering cunnilingus. However, not being a great fan of going down on her Morris Minor, I proceeded to engage in fake chow. It had been some time since I had last performed fake chow, and within a couple of minutes, she clocked my game, and a massive row ensued. Now, I'm consigned to sleeping on the sofa until further notice. Can you recommend any way to get back in her good books? Oh, my God. That's amazing. Isn't that Wait, what great? is fake chow? Uh... Fake, well, it, well, fake chow is um, is where you you pretend you, you're performing cunnilingus, but you're actually just uh, what just mouthing. Just, I think it's just where you're using your hand rather uh, than rather than your, your your mouth. Does Frankie get pissed off <laughs> when you do fake chow? Do you know what the first email he sent to us was? Because <clears throat> he said, you know, since it's deteriorated since my first query. I was watching my next-door neighbour's daughter sunbathing topless from my bedroom window. As I was knocking one out, I turned to notice my wife just standing there, arms folded, watching me. Is she a pervert? (laughs) (laughs) Miles! Miles, you're a legend. Miles, if you're listening, we'd love to get you on a call uh, next time for our podcast. So if you're listening, it's privatepartspodcast at gmail.com and to anyone else. Um, Francis, it's now time for the question of the week answer, which I'm excited about. The question of the week answer. The question of the week was what animal has the most vaginas? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what animal has the most vaginas? And you said... I said a buffalo. And Tom, you said... Tom, some sort of monkey. Yeah, some sort of monkey. The most yeah, stupid... It, it makes hindsight. no sense. In yeah. hindsight. A, yeah. what, a gorilla? So, a spider monkey? Why would it have... I don't know. Okay, firstly, explain how many vaginas is it, first of all, if you reveal... Okay, okay before I reveal which animal it is, it's three vaginas. Okay. Three china bottoms. <laughs> What's so funny? <laughs> this animal has three china bottoms. <laughs> you don't say to Katie, hey Katie, I can't wait to see your china bottom tonight, do you? No, never. <laughs> <laughs> 
Why are you nodding? No, I'm not. I'm not nodding. You are nodding. You're still nodding. Uh, I don't say that, but just to be... Um, uh, but actually, it was, it was funny. It was <coughs> one of Katie's friends that uh, that told me that word, China Bottom. Wait, hang on. So, real, so there's three China Bottoms, three and China the bottoms. answer is... And the answer is a kangaroo. Oh, really? On the topic of Molly from Down Under, oh. a kangaroo has three China Bottoms Down Under. <laughs> That was the question of the week. I think that was a good one. I like that one. Yeah, it was good. That's my favourite. Um, so, uh, right, I think it's time for time your for diary. You know, now we started this podcast with just reading my diary, but Francis got hugely kind of competitive, and so it's now... It's not competitive, I just, you know, just think, oh, well, I write a diary anyway, I might as well share it. I'd say more jealousy than... It was a bit of jealousy. There's no jealousy at all. There's no jealousy. Monday, the 13th of March. My flatmate, Tom Bieber has returned from a month-long trip across America and has kindly brought back... Tom Bieber? Tom Bieber, yeah. Is that Justin Bieber? He's his his cousin. Justin Bieber's his cousin, yeah. He's he's actually... So, yeah, I live with Justin Bieber's cousin. Does Justin Bieber know who Tom Bieber is? Yeah, they met, like, at a family reunion when they were young or something. They're like, oh, my God, I'm Tom Bieber, and you're Justin Bieber, we're cousins. Yeah, exactly. They both got T-shirts saying, I love Bieber. (laughs) (laughs) Because I guess it's their family name, right? But uh, anyway, so my flatmate Tom Bieber has returned from a month-long trip across America and has kindly brought me back some kind of very nasty colonial cold. Sorry, he's brought you back in a jar. He's brought he's brought he's brought me back some kind of very no. He actually hasn't brought me back yet. Has he? Okay, let me read that again. <laughs> Wait, hang on. He's brought you back a cold. He brought back a nasty colonial cold, like a cold from America. Cold from what, the colonies. What, in a jar or where? No, no, he had a cold. So he brought it back? So obviously he brought it back. He was the host of this cold. All right. Okay, can I get on with it? No? <laughs> I've been trying my best to stay away from him. I haven't been ill for months, and I've been feeling pretty great, so I didn't want to mess up my clean streak. I don't often get ill in London. I put this down to my time living in Africa and having caught about just about every Dickensian illness one can. But I do have a kink in my battle-hardened immune system. A girlfriend who I kiss on the lips. Oh, Katie has a Katie has a cold sore. Well, no, no. Let me go on. Katie has somehow managed to catch this peculiar illness, and then it was not before, long before uh, I had it. Ah, uh, okay. So now I see where the story's going. Yeah. Okay. Katie caught it and gave it to me. Yeah, but how did she catch it? Somehow, I just said Katie somehow managed to catch it. It's just weird because normally you catch sort of viruses and things like that by sort of body fluids and sort of connecting with people. So through kissing is a is a great way to catch these things. No, but I mean obviously some other re- some other way that well, Katie caught it from him. I don't know. Well, did, so so Bieber came back and he had a cold and I was trying to stay away from him so I didn't catch it. And so you were staying away the entire time. Well, Katie, but Katie somehow wasn't staying away but caught it. I think okay, Katie's anyway. been having sex with Tom Bieber. What are you talking about? That's what I think. No, I just, it's not, that's impossible. <laughs> I woke up today with a pounding headache and a throat that felt like I'd been flossing my tonsils with sandpaper. Katie, who has started to recover, made me a lemsip, a double head of Barocca and four tablets of wellness formula. Because she was feeling guilty. Yeah, well, yeah, about giving it to me. In the yeah, camera. yeah, about sleeping with Tom Bieber. She didn't sleep with Tom Bieber. She obviously did sleep with Tom Bieber. She didn't Have you asked her? Yeah, I wouldn't even need to ask have you it. It's impossible. Say, have you gone up and said, look... It's an impossibility. Why is it an impossibility? Because she would never do that to me. Um, so, getting back to things. 
Uh, wellness formula. Four tablets of wellness formula. You're only supposed to take three. That's what they advise on the on the packaging. Uh, you went off piece. I went off piece, and mm. I had had four. Although I'm not a doctor and I'm not qualified to give medical advice to anyone, I certainly would recommend this triumvirate as a first sign of defence against cold and flu-like symptoms. It was not long before I was feeling noticeably better and I was ready to leave the house and make my way to record the Private Parts podcast with Jamie Lang from Made in Chelsea. Why do you always say <clears throat> Jamie Lang from Made in Chelsea? I was plugging our podcast there. Yeah, but why would you say that? Why would you say that? It's not my... My name isn't <clears throat> Jamie Lang from Made in Chelsea. Uh, I, was, I was plugging the podcast, Private Parts podcast. This is, so just... But I suppose I didn't need to plug it to everyone. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Who's listening? They're listening already. <laughs> As I shut my front door and I'm walking over toward my scooter, which is parked in the motorcycle bay outside my house, I see some strange man bent over my scooter like he was attempting to move it. I shouted, Oi! and ran over to him. What exactly do you think you're doing to my bike? He looked a bit flustered and said, Oh, I'm just trying to move it so I can park my scooter. I was about to explain to him that he had better not touch it again or I would cause him an extreme amount of pain when I had a small stroke of genius. I decided to fuck with his head. (laughs) (laughs) No, you bloody weren't, I said. I was watching you from my window. I saw you sniffing my seat, you sick pervert. The confused look of terror on his face gave me such an overwhelming sense of joy that I totally, totally forgot about my cold. What? No, I wasn't. If I see you doing it again, I'm going to call the police on you, you bloody deviant. <laughs> I walked off to catch the tube, leaving him standing there, jaw dropped in silence. When I returned home later that day, I saw his bike parked on the opposite side of the bay to mine. Maybe he was a seat sniffer after all. You're doing a seat sniffer. Seat sniffer. Oh, there's such things as seat sniffers. Yeah, seat sniffing pervs. Tuesday, 14th of March. I had a busy but productive morning, a couple of meetings, and then I sat down and smashed out another 600 words of my book. I mean... (laughs) Is this where you're just plugging everything? I'm not plugging my book. You are, you're plugging your book. No, I'm just saying I, I wrote 600 words. I was feeling particularly tired after lunch. Obviously crashing after the coffee. <laughs> so I decided to allow myself a quick power nap before I got back to writing. I don't understand people who power nap. I just don't get it. It's, it's, it's two. Do you know what two of my most hated things in the world are? What? Siestas, napping, and organised fun. I decided to allow myself a quick power nap before I got back to writing. The next thing I know, I wake up and it's dark outside and I've been asleep for four hours. I should have known better. I feel a bit guilty sleeping during the day when there is work to be done but I guess my brain needed the rest. Which is weird, because I've been getting pretty early nights lately. Maybe knows. Ma- well, maybe knows. Maybe knows. Maybe knows. <laughs> You've been getting some pretty early lights, nights recently. Maybe knows. I've been getting some pretty early nights lately. Maybe knows. Who knows, is what I meant to say. <laughs> maybe I have sleep apnea, and I'll have to sleep with one of those weird Darth Vader machines. I'm sure Katie will eventually find it sexy. What are the Darth Vader machines? You know those CPAP machines that you get which blow a constant flow of air into your nose to stop you 
You know what sleep apnea is? No. Okay, sleep apnea is where I'm, I'm wondering. It's a sleep app. Oh, this sleep thing is a sleep app. No, sleep apnea is where you, your, your, the soft tissue in your nose, which makes you snore, uh, gets excessively relaxed when you're sleeping and closes your air, the air to your brain. Francis has the biggest snoring I can ever... So that's the thing. That's why I'm kind of thinking that... And, and Katie also says that occasionally if I'm snoring, I'll just stop and then I'll suddenly... So she'll think I'm like, stop breathing and then I'll suddenly go... And like wake myself up. He snores so loudly. I used to come... When Francis and I used to live together, I used to hear him from my upstairs room that he was snoring and he used to be lying on his back snoring to... And all Always naked, always like completely hey, naked. It's an alpha male thing. Can't help it. It is an alpha. It's like it's like uh, you know marking my territory. Marking your territory. My snoring and my nakedness. <laughs> anyway, I'm sure Katie will eventually find it sexy. My friend Ben Roper Curzon came over to watch the 1989 classic Dead Calm with Nicole Kidman, Sam Neill, and Billy Zane. Mm. They were in the movie. I mean, they didn't come <laughs> watch it with us. They didn't come watch. No. <laughs> okay. If you haven't seen it, I recommend it. It's set out on, the, on a beautiful sailing boat, and it's what made Tom Cruise decide he wanted to marry Nicole Kidman, apparently. And also led everyone to believe that she was a natural redhead. Is she not a natural redhead? No, apparently not. She is a natural redhead. No, that, exactly, see? I, of, I've seen but apparently they just used to diet, and everyone thinks that she's like a, a natural redhead. Are you doing Australian accent? Yeah, because she's Australian. You're a natural redhead, aren't you? Yes, I am. Um... I, I, and also led everyone to believe that she was a natural redhead. She is awfully pretty. It also must be one of the few movies where Billy Zane has a full head of hair. I feel your pain, Billy Zane. I, that's weird. Yeah, I, I feel your pain as well. Did you know, weirdly, I went and had a, um, I went and had a consultation for a, uh, a hair transplant. Did you? Yeah. How did that go? Well, it was good, Gab, because I went for a consultation because I think as a guy, right, that is one of the most kind of, you know, my insecurity is in my hair because we're worried about it balding and disappearing. So I went for a consultation. Yeah, that's one of your insecurities. Well, I, I don't really have an insecurity, but I suppose it's just like a slight problem I have with myself. Yeah. What did they say? They were literally like, yeah, you could do with one. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that, you know, kind of what you expected them to say? But it, yeah, and they <laughs> Considering d- that's their business. <laughs> but, then, but then what they do is they, they, there's different forms of it. They draw a line across your head to show you where your hairline would look and it's much better. And you think, oh my God, if I had that, I would look amazing. But there's problems with it, right? Because you can, they, they put it in your hair. And if you, if you by accident one day, like a week into it, so they go, oh, and you dry your hair frequently, they can all fall out. And then you, then you have to do it again. And you have to do it again. It costs 8,000 pounds. Jesus. Yeah. There's no insurance on it. You can't insure it. You can't insure your hair. Well, also, it'd be a shame because you only have so much hair, right? You know, so you can't... If, you, if, you, if they fell out, then, you know, you'd be screwed because you wouldn't... I suppose I don't know how many times you can do it. But I think eventually they're going to crack hair cloning, so, you know, we'll be fine. We, we may lose all our hair in the meantime. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then we'll come back one day with a full, head, a full lion's mane of hair. You yeah, no, can't. Once you lose your hair, it's gone for good. No, no, because they can clone it. No, they can't clone yeah, it. Yeah, they can. That's what, no, they will be able to. They're basically on the verge of doing it. I'm, so I'm holding out till they've managed to clone it, and then I'm just going to come back like Aslan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so much. Head and shoulders, Adam, will be all over the place. Okay. The film is ruined slightly by this annoying, yappy dog that keeps giving the game away the, to the antagonist, Billy Zane. Nicole Kidman eventually shoots it with a harpoon by mistake. Which is a touch of luck, as I think that dog was awfully disloyal and would have eventually got her killed. I don't understand why you're talking about the movie. 
I'm, because that's part of my diary. <laughs> you, you're, you're, so your diary consists of you talking about the movie? Well, I, I got lots of work done in the morning, and then I, I, I slept. And then you slept and watched a movie with Billy Zane and Nicole Goodman? Yeah. That was my Tuesday. 15th of March, Wednesday. I haven't been to the dentist in a while, but I'm going today. I always get quite, quite self-conscious about whether I've been flossing enough, and I have these weird pre- premonitions about the dentist solemnly shaking his head upon assessment. Apparently one is supposed to floss at least three times a week, but I always aim to do so every day. There is no sense living dangerously when it comes to one's dental health. Have you do whiten your teeth? No, I haven't, but I actually, I, I was speaking to them at the dentist about whitening my teeth, and they said I'm, I'm a perfect candidate for oh, it. so you're going to get a hair transplant, you're going to bleach your butthole. Yeah, you're going to get you're a hair whiten transplant. whiten your teeth. No, no, I'm, I might whiten my teeth. You're going to whiten your teeth? Well, I mean, you know, like, I think everyone who whitens their teeth looks great. Unless it's too white, unless it's, like, blue, like... Uh, what is your fine? What is your biggest insecurity you think you have, then? Um, I mean, I don't know. Your small mouth? Do I have a small mouth? You have a tiny mouth. Open your mouth wide. <laughs> I never... I never Do you see that, Tom? He has a really small mouth. Is that really? Tiny. Is it that small? It's quite small. It's really small. That's... Oh. Is that your biggest insecurity? Well, I mean, it is now. <laughs> The lovely dental hygienist tells me I have wonderful teeth, but I'm sure she, she says lied. Hundred percent, she lied. I'm sure she says that to everyone. She though. does. She lied. Do you think? Yeah. I think she got a bit offended when I asked her if she was training to be a dentist. Apparently, dental hygiene is a totally different discipline. Do you know that? Discipline. Discipline. Or like like a, like a punishment. No, it's a totally different discipline. Yeah, so a different totally skill different punishment. Set. Oh my god. Okay. Is a totally different. Apparently, a dental hygiene is a totally different discipline. You really do learn something new every day. Well, I suppose unless you sleep four hours in the afternoon. You do sleep a lot. I, maybe it's because of my sleep apnea. You, you, I don't understand the sleep apnea thing. But last week you had sad the uh, thing. Well, with I think the maybe I box. have. Well, you're calling me a hypochondriac. I think you are a hypochondriac. No, I'm not. I think you are. You're a complete I'm, hypochondriac. I, I'm going to go to the doctor and, and maybe get a sleep study done. That's what you're going to do. Yeah. Um, Thursday, 16th of March Apparently tube- Only on Thursday Yeah This is a short one Apparently tube drivers are planning another strike o- Over the night tube Because they don't want to stay up late I'm just going to say it These tube drivers sound like a right bunch of divas <laughs> <laughs> You love the tube, don't you? I love the tube, yeah. You do, you take Francis and I we're, it always, Francis, whenever we finish the podcast We do things together He always takes me on the tube It's a bit of an adventure Because normally I never ever take the tube I normally jump in taxis Or I get in Ubers Because Jamie's quite a snob No, I'm not a snob at all I'm You're far a snob. from a snob No, I'm not a snob You're always like I don't want to take Tube with those peasants. Well, I don't actually talk like that. I don't, I don't talk like that. You I do. don't call anyone a peasant. You did. You just did. No, you, didn't. you called them a peasant. No, you said that about them. No, I didn't. I ride the tube. I take offence at you calling me a peasant. <laughs> Friday, seventeenth of March. I caught a flight to Slovenia this morning to drive across the Austrian border into the Corinthian Alps, where I've been, st- where I'm staying. Where are you smuggling again? No. I caught a flight to Slovenia this morning and smuggled things to drive across, across the border. The Austrian border into the Corinthian Alps, where I'm staying this weekend at my friend's Schloss. <laughs> <laughs> there were six other people on my flight who were also coming for the weekend who I hadn't met, so it was quite an amusing game trying to guess which other passengers were coming. I managed. <laughs> what a boring game! <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Why is coming always so funny? <laughs> Oh, uh, of course you thought, found that bit funny. I managed to guess... Trying to guess which other passengers are coming was quite funny. Can I finish? Yes, you can. I managed to guess four out of the six who were coming. 
One member of the one member of the party was a charming political correspondent who was on a sabbatical from his position at Channel 4 News to write a book on the appeasement leading up to the Second World War. I was very curious to hear about his angle, but we quickly quickly realized our Austrian driver did not speak much English. Mike grew suspicious of our constant reference to Hitler, the Holocaust, Nazis, Rudolf Hess, and Spandau Ballet. Spandau Prison. <laughs> Spandau Ballet or Spandau Prison? Spandau Prison. Well, why would you say Spandau Ballet? What, with, with Kemp, with Martin Kemp? Sp- Spandau Prison. You're talking about Martin Kemp. So we made up clever euphemisms. We, so we made up clever euphemisms to, the, to disguise the true nature of our conversation. Um, Hitler became Gary. Holocaust became Hollyoaks. Rudolf Hess became David Hasselhoff <laughs> and Spandau Prison became the Royal Ballet. <laughs> Apparently quite a few interesting figures in British politics had come to have tea with Gary in advance of the war. It is also unlikely that Gary escaped to Argentina after Hollyoaks. And David Hasselhoff was the last surviving member of the Royal Ballet. Very good, I like that. You're pleased that I can do it. If Francis has got the most smug face on him at the moment, he's very I'm pleased. I'm not smug. That was just... So, what should we, you know, I've, I've, got a, I've got a couple more days, but maybe we'll leave it there. Is that your diary for the week? Actually, do you know what? So, I, I arrived at lunch and they were talking about um, Gary. Fake, fake orgasms, faking fake orgasms. orgasms. And, uh, and, uh, and they were, you know, asking, you know, the, the girls on the trip, you know, how often do you fake orgasms, blah, 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 blah. I mean, it was, you know, just a general lunch conversation. And, and what did you say? And then they asked, if, if the girls asked if had any boys ever faked an orgasm. And I kind of was thinking, I was thinking, oh, have I? I think, and I thought to myself, oh, yes, I have once. So I said, yeah, I have once. And, and, and then everyone else kind of, everyone burst out laughing. <laughs> Some, have you ever faked an orgasm? Wait, when did you when did you fake an orgasm? How did you do it? Do you fake? So you're saying that you had sex with the girl and then you faked an orgasm because you we'd, 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 we'd had sex a, a couple of times before and then you didn't want to have sex again and then I there was you know something that kind of put me off her and what was what put off you? I can't talk about that, but it was it was something which just put me off her a bit. So I I I, I had I I faked it because I didn't want to be impolite and say. Well, how, how did you fake it? I, uh, oh, sorry, sorry we do that again wait hang on so anyway, you're in the moment you're in the moment okay and you're thinking god I don't really like this girl anymore I don't know what to do I'm going to fake orgasm and here I go yeah so I, no, I, I how did you do it I'm not going to I'm not going to do, do it I, I just I'm not going to do it because then other people will know do, that, do you all fake no, I'm not going to fake an orgasm do you fake your orgasm no just I'm not, fake your orgasm no, no, no! I'm not going to do that. That's not. That's not. That's not. I'm not going to do that. So, but look, look, just to just to be clear, that I thought, you know, I thought that you know it was it was a kind of polite thing to do, not just to suddenly stop and and leave. Um, <laughs> but then it's not the polite thing to do when you just stop and leave. But then, but then, uh, but then I realised that she probably would have thought that I was some sort of premature ejaculator. <laughs> And on that note, but uh, on that note, I'm not. But just for the record, it, I, I'd faked it. But no, they all found that this 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 sharing quite amusing, and uh, and they you know asked me why I did that, and I said, well, because I wanted to stop, and I wanted it to stop. Thank you so much for listening to um, this week's private parts. Now, as we said before, if you what's want... your opinion on bottom pinching? As in, what do you mean bottom pinching? Pinching 
bottoms. Do I think you... it's. I, I think that's. You, it, it, so been, what, what do you think? Do you think? It's... I think it's. I think if you're if they're aware of it, then yeah. If they're not aware of it, no. Yeah, yeah. So you think that there's a, a line? I think there's definitely a line. So, but we should. We need to save this one till next week. All right. Well, let's. Well, let's talk about bottom pitching next week. Bottom pitching or bottom pinching? Bottom pinching. You're a bottom pincher. Well, I do pinch Katie's bottom occasionally. Right, guys, if you also want to get in touch, please email us at privatepartspodcast at gmail.com. That's privatepartspodcast at gmail.com. And please remember to, Francis, subscribe because it is free. And also leave a... Uh, Leave a message. Review. (laughs) Leave a review. (laughs) Don't leave a message. This is not an answering machine. (laughs) Um, And also, as we like to leave every single... uh, podcast every single week we like to leave it with a little bit of uh, motivation from Francis so Francis leave us with a bit of motivation when in doubt get back on that pogo stick (laughs) bye deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market